0: My name is Mark Coates. Uh, I'm Andrew Baxter. And this is... Puppies Watermelon. How are you doing, Coates? I am doing great and I'm going to play a game. I'm going to open this beer and you have to guess what it is. It says in the description, We've, we've crafted this beer to thirst quenching perfection. Which is quite a premium beer. Enjoy ice cold just as William and Ralph would have wanted. Brewed in Europe. Fosters. Ah, How'd you know? Uh, because it says
1: ice cold. Uh, No good beer would say that. Except Guinness. No, extra cold is not ice cold. cold.
0: Turn it up. Pick a number between one and five. Four. How did you do in your exams? I would have loved the Sesame Street just to fight with kids one day and just be like, and today's number is the letter six.
1: A B C one. Give me a number, a natural number between one and five inclusive. Four. Four, yeah. So, so D. Well done. Cheers. I've got got a sharp. No, Adams
0: broadside. There was two things I prided myself as a kid. One of them was memorising the like the number of the letter. So you know how they did in kid, like making a code at school, and they'd be like, oh, this really like difficult code is A is one, B is two, and they'd be like, all right, write the code for your name, and then write the code for something else. And I'm very good at like remembering those, it's only remembering 26 things, but really good at that. And the other thing I was really good at is memorizing the, remember when you used to send a text and it had the letters on it and you have to press the button the amount of times it is on the screen. Yeah. So I could, I could say the numbers to type any word without looking at the numbers. And I thought
1: that was a pretty- I remember, uh, that's, that's pretty impressive. I remember seeing at one point that someone held the world record for the fastest text Oof. And they had to send it on a on a phone like that, and they had to send a certain text, certain sentence, and they were just ridiculously fast in it. But, but of course, this was held by like a thirteen year
0: old girl, <laughs> of course, who probably did nothing else. I <laughs> well, it's gonna. So it would have I didn't even be. think about it till then. But that's gonna be a thing that you're gonna tell your kids and go like, we rewound our tapes and we also pressed the buttons on our phones to type a message. We had buttons on our. There phones. was no keyboard. It was
1: like you you don't understand how easy it is with your qwerty like magic and mind telepath thing.
0: And when when the blackberries came out, did people make fun of them, or were they just genius from the start? Like, what was the? I never had one, never saw it, but I think they were a pretty big deal. I remember, I can't remember,
1: but I'm pretty sure that we used to, like, well, when, when they came out, I was in school, so they were seen as like a really nerdy or grown up thing. Like, oh, look at the old man with the
0: blackberry or something. But I can't really remember. It's more like enterprise stuff, I think, like the business owners and with their briefcase.
1: Yeah, it was something to do with BlackBerry having the best email system. That's, that's what I remember, but I, I, that's also why they've faded into obscurity. Everyone's got good
0: email now. <laughs> I've got a weird fascination. like, have you ever carried a briefcase to work? Or did your dad ever carry a briefcase to work? I definitely remember my dad used to, yeah. Uh, I, I did. Have, when I was learning to play the drums, I had this fantasy. If I ever become a rock star, I want to rock turn up to, on, to set with like a briefcase, and all that's in there is two drumsticks. And so just, just
1: turn up suit and tie it's like going to work
0: I thought it'd be so cool Yeah,
1: uh, I, I reckon it could work you could put it off just turn up suit and tie with your headphones in as well, well. just make, keep it modern that's it oh,
0: I just need to actually learn to play the drums first but
1: that's a minor join join a successful rock outfit or something yeah just just a couple of things in the way and yeah
0: I'll go there so <laughs> I could there's so many t- my head just works in tangents and there's just the cobweb up there, it's kind of, I, could there I could go there so what have you been doing with yourselves what have I been
1: doing yeah. myself? Oh, I, don't, I don't usually get this question. I don't know. I've been at work. You? for uh, Last weekend, I had a very rare weekend off.
0: And what, what does Baxter do on his weekend off? Goes and
1: sees my... I go and see my grannies, both of them. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Which is nice. Or a nice recovery run. I ran nine and a half K. Good stuff. On Saturday. That was just a nice short one. Had some
0: frisbee training on Sunday. Nice relaxing weekend. It was nice. Yeah. I wanted to talk about it. I wanted to talk about like your your whole um, life how, how does one... <laughs> <laughs> starts at the beginning. How does one go to, like, running a short nine kilometres? Because that's pretty much the longest I've ever run.
1: Well, I don't know if I've mentioned it to you, but last Saturday, the weekend before, I ran a marathon, which is why it was only a short run for nine and a half K. And a marathon... So I've run a... I've, for some reason, I decided I wanted to run a second one.
0: Jesus Christ.
1: And this one was over hills, and it took me just under eight hours. And eight hours. And a uh, good time.
0: So is that like a... What's like I've no idea perception what what that's that's obviously your pb or, or a good time for you no, my pb is
1: just under 6 hours but that was a flat one so that was a bad time for that one okay but this one was a pretty good time considering it had a kilometer and a half of ascent uh-huh it had a lot of climbing and there was def- there was a point around 20 miles when it got viciously steep and it got to the point where I was going so slowly I had to just sit down for a bit and do little more than exist
0: and uh, just recover. <laughs> that must be pretty hard to like standardize for like qualifying for events. How, how do they make it? So, do they do run it around a track? You know, like if they're qualifying for the Olympics, they, they actually don't. Oh, for the Olympics, you would have to, um, yeah, a pro time. You'd
1: have to have uh, done run it in a certain time. So you'd have to run so many marathons. Okay, but for this one, just to enter, you just you just pay the pay the entry fee and rock up. It's great. So, I remember this one was at the extortionate price of because I wasn't a member, so I had to pay the extra fee. I had to pay 16 pounds to enter.
0: That's quite good, is it?
1: That's good. Yeah. That is good. That's, that's ridiculously cheap. Yeah. The next one, I'm running a 22 mile race next week, and that one cost me about 200 pounds. So Jesus, yeah, bit of a change. I feel
0: like they've got their, I don't know, their whole target like market audience incorrect because a they're trying to convince people that running that far is a good idea. And so that's the first barrier. <laughs> it's not. And then they're like, you want to run short? Pay 200 pounds. Which is like a thousand US dollars.
1: That I think your maths is a bit off there. But this this one, so the 22 mile is in Cornwall and it's a rat race. So it's also including some obstacles, a bit of scrambling. I get to go in the sea a couple of times.
0: Jesus.
1: I reckon it's going to take me about eight hours. Are you prepared for taking? though it's a bit shorter. I'm going to take some Vaseline this time because I did not last time and I, I definitely suffered. So you just walking on the next like day. Uh,
0: you just like... Coat it all in there, just rub it up. Is Vaseline waterproof? Well,
1: I tell you what, you don't notice it to start off with, but after you've run 26 miles, the amount your arse cheeks have rubbed together is yeah. quite a lot.
0: Oh, so you, where, whereabouts do you rub the Vaseline? Like which parts? I
1: need it between my arse cheeks uh, and on my nipples. And No, between your thighs changes. or
0: anything like that? You
1: think that would rub? No, no, I don't really get it there anymore. Okay, interesting. I used to.
0: Huh?
1: Yeah. Although the main reason I'm going to stop that is because I wear compression shorts. Oh, okay. So they yeah, kind of help. Stop the rubbing. Yeah. So it's just where my flesh touches flesh that it happens. Uh-huh,
0: uh-huh. I don't wear shorts inside my arm. <laughs> just saying, possibility. That's some kind of, yeah. oh, I'll wear a G-string on the outside. That'll tuck everything in. Wear a G-string on the outside. Yeah. That would tuck everything yeah. in. <laughs> yeah. It's not as stupid as it sounds, is it? <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, I'm not doing that. No, quite- <laughs> so I've, I've got some, some big races coming up because I've also... So two weeks after the Cornwall race, I've got to go and do the Man versus Lakes, which is um twenty eight miles in the lake district, from the sea up to Coniston Water. So that involves running across the water Walcombe Bay, the biggest mud flat in the UK and then up hill a lot, across Lake Windermere, which is the biggest lake in the UK, and then over a mountain. To get to Conus <laughs> Do you think they
0: ever realise that, that maybe one, they've got oh, to yeah. pick a bad location? Like, well, there's a lot of things tonight. That. <laughs> that, that, the, that's the whole appeal oh, of it, okay. it's in the Lake District. Okay.
1: And that isn't even the end of the series. The end of the series is in September when I've got to do Man versus Mountain.
0: That doesn't even sound appealing at the start. They've got to name it better than that. Well, you see, what you
1: do is you start at the sea and run over Snowdon, which is the tallest mountain in Wales. Hmm.
0: Now, they need to start at the top of the mountain. That's how they'll get me in there. Start the, at the top of the yeah. mountain. No, no, yeah, I think it's like
1: 16 miles or something that you get to the top. So you've got eight or so miles after you get there. So got, you got you, you get you get to start at the top of the mountain if you ignore the beginning.
0: You should try it, you should try is, it. Like, I know you did a marathon just as you were leaving Australia. Was that your first marathon?
1: That was my first marathon, yes. And I very nearly swore off them after that.
0: Um, yeah, like, I, I'm just curious, like, <laughs> do, you, do you, do you, is there a regime, like a workout you're following? Is there, like, a, a running like pyramid that builds you up to something like I don't feel like I could accomplish a marathon anytime soon you definitely could
1: and anyone who has asked me if they think if I think they should the answer is always yes you should try and do it set one away like pick one about six months away or something build up to it but I I, this time I haven't followed a strict training because I just kind of fit it in when I can Mm -hmm. but the the way you try and do it is to mix it up between short quick runs so a 3k really quick or or 5k fairly quick and then you know, 8k if you want if you've got a bit more time make sure that you try and push those ones along and then you mix it up with longer runs so over 12k i've done i did a 20k one a couple of weeks ago just as just as a training run the problem with those ones though it takes a long time so you got it takes a, it's quite hard to fit these in yeah but the idea is that on the on the long run, you work on your endurance, so you just take, doing the distance, however long it takes, and then you mix it up with a shorter run, so you try and work a speed then, and then they help each other. So that when uh, if you've just run 20k two days before, running three k is nothing, so you can really push along and
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know try and clock a good time. And then once you've done. Once you've been running faster for 3K, then it's a bit easier to run the long, longer ones.
0: And and it helps your Frisbees. Yeah, so I was like going to ask that. You, like, I could definitely imagine if you just wear one of your, like, your marathon freebie shirts on the field, people are going to be pretty intimidated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, just rock up with a finisher, yeah. A finisher shot. Well, I think I used to do that, and
1: people used to look at it and go, that's not you."
0: <laughs> Clearly, you're mistaken.
1: Yeah. But it's if you stick at it, it, it works. It's, it's great. It definitely, there's a point when you start to realize that your recovery speed... Or your rest speed is quicker than what your normal pace used to be, then you know you're really getting somewhere. Jesus. Like so I, I kind of, on a shorter run, about 5k or so, if I run a kilometer in 5 minutes 30, then that's an easy, Whoa. easy kilometer. Man, I won't tell you my kilometer splits then. We'll just leave that <laughs> <laughs> what well, no, no, come on. In this nice, nice circle of like, it's a safe space, goats. Safe space.
0: We don't judge. I haven't run 5k. All up in a long time I've been trying to, I've been trying to do this catch to 5k workout from last season of Patrol, Patrol, and it almost got to the end but the, the I think the minute splits were like six seven minutes eight minutes in that range my, my split for most stuff is somewhere between the six
1: and seven okay but yeah if I'm running below six I'm running running on the flat and or I'm, down. I'm also
0: stuffed after three 4ks so
1: oh t- trust me if you're dr- running a 5k now my personal best now is 26 minutes. Hmm. And it sucks the whole okay, way. Okay, okay, that's good. To... It's like all these people that you see say, "Oh, I run a five k in nineteen minutes." It's not fun for the nineteen minutes. So you, you it really sucks. You, you're going to say it's a bucket list
0: item. This this marathon stuff.
1: Yeah, you should definitely try and do one at some point. And um, if you feel like you need to build up to it, do so. You know, m- maybe run a five k, see how that goes, and then after you run a 5k, have a have a crack at a 10k and then a half marathon. and you know, you, The more you do, the more you'll realize that
0: it's, it is possible. I'm not sure if I'm making this up or I've read this somewhere, but I feel like this advice was to, like the marathon is, is like a, a stretch. So like you, on the build up to a marathon, you would never practice a marathon.
1: You might do... No, the most you'd run would probably be about 20 miles.
0: And a marathon is? So you run about 26. 26. Isn't that interesting?
1: So you might run like three weeks or so before the marathon you might go and do a 20 miler but you would do it in you do it slower than you would for the marathon and probably in a long in more time and then when you get to the marathon day you push and it is you can push a lot harder when you're at an event it does give you a, a big boost speaking of pushing is there
0: frequent toilet breaks
1: no i haven't i haven't needed one yet but i'm um, i've been in eight hours no, actually no. eight hours in eight hours come to think of it i did not need to stop to piss i did not need to stop for anything else well, no. I, I, sorry, I did stop, I did, but I did not need to stop for the toilet. are there? So there were. Are there cubicles? There are four. There were four checkpoints. Okay. Where we were fed and watered, and I'm sure there were toilets. That, oh no, actually, no. Two of them didn't have toilets. The first two did, but uh, that wasn't a problem for me. I mean, I went before we started because I'm not a rookie. <laughs> well, I am a rookie, but I'm not an idiot.
0: Just saying, when things <laughs>
1: like you're going to be running for eight hours, body, maybe like, you should go to toilet. Around,
0: like I'm just saying, like things get pushed down to the bottom, like it. settles. But things
1: it. It shakes it out. It
0: does it shake does. it out. I'm definitely of that opinion. But I, didn't, I definitely didn't need to go,
1: go for a number one because. Uh, you're sweating, I guess. I, I was sweating so much. You're sweating piss. I could not drink yeah, enough. you
0: doing there? That. That's amazing.
1: Just could not drink enough. Hmm. And I tell you what, it feels great when you're going there and you're just like, I need cake, 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 cake lots of cake. Need sugar. <laughs> and then I get to the end and I'm exhausted, obviously. My girlfriend's there going, Oh, you did really well. And I ask her how she did because she did the half marathon. Yeah, I had four and a half hours. not as great as I wanted but it was hilly I go okay and eventually when we get home she's all bouncy and (laughs) isn't life great and I'm just like oh I just want to go to sleep
0: (laughs) never want to run again
1: (laughs) yeah well the joke's on her because she's coming to do the other races with me so for me this is going to be a short one at only 22 miles but for her it's going to be the longest race she's ever Uh, done (laughs) so he's
0: bouncy after that huh
1: (laughs) yeah yeah the idea is to go climbing as well the day after so uh, we'll see Jesus.
0: And all things going well. I might be seeing you.
1: Yeah. Yeah, maybe. We'll see. We'll see. Listen back into a future episode to see if that did or did not happen.
0: Speaking of sport, there's this... Uh, did you know about the World... Obviously, you've been watching the World Cup. It's a pretty did good Did I know deal. about the World yeah, Cup? I don't of, know. Is there a World Cup going Yeah, up? it kind of is right now that I'm watching. It's quite addictive. It's. I've, I definitely remember all the World Cups in my life or, of recent times. And, I mean for, for I was, Yeah, yeah. They just seem to happen at certain moments in life where like either... Like I remember last time would have been during like a season like winter break from work so i got to watch quite a lot of it as well and uh the time before the one before that i was in the states and i was working in like a ski resort so got to see a lot of downtime as well so it's just like moments i don't know they're like every four years like life changes pretty well can change pretty drastically it's just interesting to see things go back
1: where was i for the last one i would have just moved to australia i think you're right. It does kind of give you like a. a it's like, well, was it, the, what was it the, doing like, nice World I doing last year? For Cup. me, the Olympics seems to come around really quickly.
0: Yeah, it seems to come more quicker than World Cup,
1: but even though it doesn't. Yeah, even though it's exactly the same. But the Olympics is kind of, you remember where you were when, or what you were doing when they were on. Mm-hmm. And I I remember, uh, I remember, I just about remember the Sydney Olympics,
0: mm-hmm.
1: which was 2000. Mm-hmm. So there's been, was. It? it was Sydney. Sydney. Sydney, Athens. That was 2004. So then it would have been Beijing, London, Rio, uh, not Rio, Sao Paulo, wasn't it?
0: No, you looking
1: at the wrong person. <laughs> now, see, forgot, we've forgotten already. And there's someone listening who's shouting at the uh, podcast right now. I'll tell you what, what you should do. is You should tweet at Copes and tell him where the uh, 2016 Olympics were. Gladly. i will gladly ignore it. We've narrowed it down to Brazil, which is fine because right, it's a Because Brazil place. had
0: the World Cup. Didn't they have the, the Olympics, then the World Cup, within two years? That sounds about
1: right. Yeah, that sounds about right because, well, they must have had the Olympics. and no. Yeah, they must have had the World Cup and then the Olympics. It seems like a surefire way to destroy
0: an economy, having two of those things in two years.
1: Well, you're definitely going to fuck something up, aren't you? But the whole idea of having the Olympics so that you can... It, it costs you money, but you get lots of infrastructure out of it, and Brazil was just like, yeah, we're just going
0: to flatten a city for the Olympics. Yeah, yeah, get a whole village. So there's these... Um, I'm always interested in like, like how they incorporate like technology with... Especially these events. Like I remember the last Olympics... The Olympic out was okay. Obviously, it's been outsourced to someone. It's not amazing, but one cool thing it did was you could set reminders. Once you got into the bloody thing, you could set reminders for events you wanted <laughs> to watch. So I set my, the one I was most interested, of course, was the hundred meter final. So my phone, Mr. Bow, sent, yeah, yeah. sent me a notification when the race was about. Click notification, up comes a live stream feed. Like live stream feeds can be hard to find, so that's a it was a pretty big deal. I thought oh, this is it's, it's a, pretty good
1: for events like the hundred meters as well when it's like. An hour build up and then the race is over in ten oh, seconds. Oh yeah, if
0: you missed the notification or if you're anything like the notification on Nat's phone, you're never gonna watch the bloody thing. There's like a hundred. Oh, the race is about to start and you've already missed it. <laughs> That's it. And the World Cup one, they had a there was something going on with SBS and Optus for Australia where one was doing the Australian games and the the key ones, the other one was doing the rest. But then some glitch happened and they couldn't do any of blah 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 blah. But they also had this. Looks like they combined forces to make this virtual reality app, which is also, I guess, augmented reality. But the way the app worked was, picture it, I could only see it on my iPad, but I think it'd be best imagined if you get one of the portable headsets. You know how there's the VR sets where you put over your eyes and you put your phone in it? It's like the Google Cardboard uh, version. Yeah, Gear. Gear VR or Google Cardboard, yeah. yeah. I've never used them because I've thought they're probably only useful for like those 360 videos or whatever. But the way this app works is, you put it on and obviously you're going to sit down on your couch to watch TV and you put it on and it puts you in a 3D room of like a cocktail bar. So you see this like pretend bar over the side, but you're sitting on a couch and in front of you is just a TV and the TV streams. It's just the VR bar? It, well, pretty much like, but you, God damn it. We should sue. You're stationary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're, you're stationary. So the bar's off to the side, but you're sitting on this couch. TV in front of you, and on the table in front of you is interactive coffee table. So I'm guessing with the iPad you could press it, but I'm guessing if you've got a game controller you could, like, scroll across. And it's got, like, live stats of, like, uh, the players and everything that's happening. So it's, it's a I think, an awesome combination of, like, people that watch the footy, they might track, people that love to track stats love this kind of stuff. But you can see who's, you know, got the possession, who's, who's on the field, who's in the positions, and that's kind of looking down and looking up and you watch the tv and at first i thought it was a bit lame like what am i gonna sit on a seat instead of watching the tv why would i watch it in my headset it seems kind of like a a weird and uns like not very social thing to do but the things that i find interesting are on this interactive table you can also there's a map of the field with cameras of different areas of the field where they've set up fields of recording. So you can go to first row on the crowd, press that button, and all of a sudden you've got a 360 video from the sideline. You can go from the bleachers, you can go from the TV view, you can go from all this kind of stuff. And the one, the one flaw about this whole thing... Is that the app actually doesn't work? <laughs> like you were building up so like, well. The, the connection never connected for you. I'm not sure if it was because I was out of Australia. Maybe someone would tell me. It never worked, but I was so in, I'm so in love with the idea of it, and I think it's perfect. Like imagine, for instance, I wanted to watch the football with you, and it's a live event. It's the perfect thing to do. At the moment, if you want to play games. You got to connect to a headset, like probably phone call each other, try and figure it out or whatever, get it set up, get it playing. But imagine if uh, this hologram technology or even avatar technology would place you in couches, you know, across from you. So you could sit down this virtual couch, look across to the couch across you and your mate's sitting there. They've got their like 3D model of them. And maybe you've got your arms like synced up to the thing. So when you move your arm to have a drink, you can see each other having a drink while watching. It's a very manly... Futuristic thing, and I, I can't wait to do it. And it sounds exactly like our idea for a VR bar. <laughs> it does. We're going, to, we're going to sue. I'm telling you. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to
1: put in. The, going to bring out the uh, the recording. What was it mates down? No, music down. I can't remember. Music
0: down, mates up. That's the one. Yeah. So watch out, SBS. We're coming for you. But I think <laughs> the powerhouse. <laughs> I think there's so much exciting possibility of of this stuff. Like the whole. Like I definitely, I've said it before. I definitely think it's a thing where you can be in your recliner at home and you can buy a ticket to watch mba from courtside or at a boxing event you can be courtside you pay a premium but you're 360 looking around as if you're there i think that's going to be awesome but it's going to raise an interesting question that if you have that situation are you
1: going to pay more for the courtside camera than you are going to have one for the bleachers so is there going to be like a cheap one where yeah you, you get you get this but it's really far away yeah, i think it should be tiered like but, that but what's the point though you're paying for the exact same thing. Well, a camera that sat there. It's not like you're. Lo- it's, it's not. There's no scarcity. Well, that's forcing but the but price. They kind up. of
0: have to. Like, people pay good money to make your character look red instead of green, and like, people will pay for it. It's, it's, yeah. it how- I'm sure we've got angry about that before. <laughs> how much would you pay for a ringside virtual ticket?
1: It very much depends on the uh, the event, but let's say it was something that I wanted to see enough to pay. I have. I'd say I would probably pay up to twenty pounds already. For something like that, I've I've paid what ten pounds to watch a rugby match or something, and that was just a stream on my phone. So yeah, I I could easily see myself paying twenty pounds upwards.
0: Yeah.
1: If if it was something that I want, I care about that much. I mean, I would. So I probably wouldn't pay that much for something like a boxing match because I don't really follow Mm it. But I could easily see how that price is going to go up, and people will still pay it. Mm I don't know. What's the current price for like a pay per view pay per view event? I, I always go to
0: the pub when when something's on like that, like a big UFC fight or something. That's 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 the way to do it. <laughs> get the pub to pay for it. And always after the bar fight, always everyone seems to think that they want to be in the match. Like everyone, there's always a brawl hmm. after a boxing match. I don't get it.
1: Yeah, I don't get it. I tell you what, though, it is interesting. One time I went to a club and they had the boxing match. I can't remember which boxing match it was, but it was a big one. And I wasn't really interested. I was just sat there drinking and. Sat behind the screen that it was being shown on, because it was shown on a big, big screen, higher. Uh-huh. <laughs> so I couldn't see the match, but I could see everyone watching it, and it was just a really weird experience. <laughs> they're just looking above you. And it was there, like, like in in unison, going, "Ah, oh, ah." So <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> like, what?
0: What kind of weirdos? Go for a drink, and they're like,
1: "Ah,
0: oh,
1: oh, no, I'm not drink it. Oh, can't drink, can't drink, can't stop." speaking of brawls speaking of brawls link. super smash brawls is coming out what is it? No? Is it really there's a few big switch games coming no. out that people are excited about well you say that they get announced and then i, I all i can really say is that it's like apple when apple said that uh, carplay is going to get google maps because they've reached the sdk for it google apple should not be applauded for coming up with an idea that they've been asked for for eight years
0: <laughs> we're fulfilling our, our yeah your promise yeah, it's so the same thing. So with the
1: Switch, it's the case of they knew that Super Smash Brothers was going to be the biggest game for the Switch. They didn't even bother releasing it for the Wii. And now they've, the Switch has been out for what two years, and they've only just announced that they're going to release Super Smash Brothers.
0: No, I not think a BGM. Yeah,
1: They're doing a lot of fan service and they're getting a lot of attention, but they, they don't deserve it. Mm. Do you have a Switch? That
0: said, I will get, I will you buy. You do have a Switch. I do have a Switch. Yeah. Huh, yeah. And I probably will buy Super Smash Brothers. I wonder how many. It, it seems like there's only one team working on on all the Nintendo licensed games because they're just doing it one at a time. Yeah.
1: Do you want time like, oh, we can't release that? We released Zelda last year. You do realize how much work that was. <laughs> yeah, you didn't know you can have like hire more people, right? Yeah, they're very,
0: very sticklers about their quality. Yeah, speaking of Brawl, um, I sent you a link about a basketball game. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Got sent from my brother. And got, I think pretty live because the article was, like, four minutes old when I looked at it. And apparently the the basketball, the Australian basketball team, Boomers versus the, the Philippines team? And uh, I'm not sure if it was a tournament or whatever, but... Uh, it, it's, Where did you send it to me? Uh, right? Skype in the Skype
1: uh, chat. I'll oh, be why I can't see it. Yep, we'll put ahead. the
0: article. We'll uh, put it in the show notes. <laughs> <still> Write it down. <laughs> Write that down. <laughs> and um, yeah, if you scroll down, the best one is probably the bottom. Because the bottom there's just a slow motion video. It lasts for about a minute or two, and it just it's the whole event just unfolding. And it's it's just like ballet. Just watching all the reactions. And it's not. There is a cracking shot of someone getting a clock right to the face yeah right at the top yeah good one but get scroll right down the bottom Oh, what the what <laughs> <laughs> it's just
1: one guy falls over and then all hell breaks it does Everyone's ready. A, load of, a load of Filipino guys just jumping into the air and punching an Australian dude in the face
0: <laughs> yeah a bit of it like a falcon punch like <laughs> yeah looks like he's building up for a right hander he just sneaks a left hander in there
1: there's security on the pitch and everything there's randomers who have just joined in. Yeah, I think
0: like press members. He's not even on the team. There's just like punters who have just joined in. And there's a stage where one of the Australian guys looks <laughs> like he, he jumps through a jump kick on someone and misses completely. I'm not sure if that's happened yet. Part of what makes it funny is the
1: Australian team is significantly taller than the Philippine team. <laughs> that's right.
0: It's, like, it's <laughs> like seeing an angry little
1: dog. Yeah, it is. They're just jumping up so they can reach oh that was a really mean thing to say <laughs> that is such a weird bizarre thing that they're at that level they just get into a fist fight yeah it's
0: it's like there's uh, there's there's apparently recordings of the um the coach telling his players to like hit them make them fall on the ground like there's, there's going to be all sorts of controversy apparently so many people got ejected that the philippines have three people on the court for like one of the last quarter or something like this so they couldn't, they couldn't field a whole five people on the, on the, on the court. I thought it was cancelled. Yeah, I think there'll be a huge review, things going down with that. But the crazy, apparently also today LeBron James signed up for LA Lakers, which apparently is a pretty big deal for basketball in the world. And this fight might be like <laughs> they've stolen the news from it, which is kind of funny. We're not, we're not doing too good in the sport, the Aussies. The cricket, we've done something nasty there. We've done something nasty in the basketball.
1: Oh, oh! You you actually want to talk about the cricket? Tell me. Haven't I? I assumed I'd written it off as something that we weren't going to be allowed to talk about. <laughs> I, to be honest, I, don't, I haven't watched. It. I don't know what happened. I just know we did a bad thing. You haven't watched it. You haven't watched how Australia got whitewashed five nil in uh, one days by England. Really? Not only that, but at one point they conceded the highest total ever. England's England smashed the uh, one day international record by like forty runs to get four hundred and eighty something.
0: Damn! Is it like? 480 in a one day. Yeah. That's impressive. <laughs> that's like a, that's a Australia got like
1: 200-something in return. Oh, man. Australia got what, what would have been an all-right score,
0: but it was like 200 runs behind. Well, to be fair, probably half our team got expelled, did they, from the whole sandpaper incident?
1: <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you haven't got... Well, Smith wasn't very good in limited overs cricket anyway. Okay. But speaking of cricket, I recently watched a very, very good documentary. I don't think I gave you enough time to watch it before the episode, uh-huh. but um, what you should do is you should watch this one before the next one and the listeners at home should listen watch it as well it's called death of a gentleman and it is on netflix at least in the uk i'm pretty i don't know where it came from but it's, it's on netflix and it's a, it's a cricket documentary and if you like cricket or vaguely interested in it give it a watch it's a very very good one so can you give any we any we'll kind of
0: miniature back of the case blurb or is that give it away like Search of sugar man oh well,
1: well it's, it's two cricket journalists who go to try and find out about the state of test cricket and what they think the future of test cricket will be and they go and talk to a lot of high-profile people about it and it's, it's just very, very interesting. Hmm. Okay. So give that, give so that watch. That's going
0: to be the homework for next episode.
1: Homework, yep. Death of a Gentleman. And then hopefully... We'll talk about it at the end of the next episode. <laughs> hopefully remember to talk about it. We'll have to make a note. <laughs> we won't. We'll talk about it in like five <laughs> episodes' time for about two minutes. Definitely worth a lot. Definitely worth a watch.
0: Cool, cool, cool. <laughs>
1: It's been described as laugh. Sorry, I'm reading this article again. It's It's described as
0: what? Oh, that, that, that whole
1: incident. Described as laughable. Yeah, it's not good that. Unsurprisingly, the, the post-match press conferences were caught off.
0: <laughs> and apparently, like the Philippines team took like a, a selfie of the team, like at the end of the game. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> They're probably the last people left. Oh dear. And I would find like it'd be interesting. Like, always found frisbee like uh, especially if. You play like a higher tournament with other people, or even with your normal club. Whenever you came back to like the local league, you always had this like camaraderie. I feel like, and this this uh, awareness of your skills that was just higher than usual. Did you do you ever find that when you go to tournaments?
1: I I yeah. I always to, I always think like if I played for, played with someone at a tournament, I could have known them for thirty six hours. Mm-hmm. And still feel like I know them better than someone I've known for six months. Right, and just yeah, Somehow. become
0: besties. Yeah, it's weird. It's a good like. I'm just thinking how like the American, i mean, sorry, the Australian players like in the league, they're always having like fisty cuffs. Oh, well, not fisticuffs, They're always like in each other's faces. But when they play as as a national team, surely there's a bit of bondage between them, and they. Um... There must be,
1: but that's the weird thing. Like watching the World Cup and go and, and seeing how other commentators are saying that someone scored and so and so, and they play for the same club hmm that must be weird like the person that you play with week in week out is suddenly playing for a different country yeah.
0: especially yeah i'd I'd be annoyed because usually that person is better than me <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's usually the person i use help i help to score but they're playing in yeah, annoying. i'll tell you what have you used um have you recently opened up the forest app no have you not? you haven't been easy to concentrate recently
0: no I've got, I've got pretty good systems at the moment but tell me
1: Let's 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 open it up together. There's a new feature I'd like to show you. All right, my my video will go bullshit, but that's alright. Hope I can get it right because Forrest recently added a new new option, which I I, I, I think probably could be akin to a uh, let's just say multiplayer mode.
0: Oh, you've you excited me already. And I'm going to create a room. All right, I'll just have to download it again. That's the only thing. Ah. Now while we're installing this, I want to tell you, like just about this password thing I heard from this other um, podcast. The, the company's called Butterscotch Shenanigans, and they're the ones that, uh, I think I mentioned there was an Amazon Prime, or Amazon, uh, like six-part mini documentary about them, where one of the brothers was diagnosed with cancer. They all kind of like came together, The three brothers came together and thought, well, we need something to distract ourselves. They were making computer games. They went all in, this third brother that wasn't usually, he was like on a, uni degree, he ended up finishing the degree and joining them as well because he's like, oh, life is too short. Anyway, they ended up, um, he, he ended up coming through okay. I think his cancer is not a problem anymore. They've been, it's not Well, what's, what's they call it? Into remission, <laughs> got, got rid of it. I'm not sure exactly. going into remission, yeah. I guess that's the, the term. But anyway, on their podcast, a great game dev podcast every week, they were talking about passwords and how you know how it's frankly just annoying because you're told to have a different password every every device or account you use because your password is only as strong as the weakest app. Like if the weakest app gets hacked and they have your password that's used on all the other devices, then all of a sudden your Gmail isn't safe. And if your Gmail is not safe, well, you're screwed. So yeah, And and the problem with that is you end up making all these hundreds mm-hmm. of, of passwords. And if you're anything like me, if it gets to something I haven't used for months, I just don't even bother trying. I just uh, forget password, reset it and in the minute, I'm in with a, a new random password. But That's not a bad policy to have. Yeah, but the thing that they're finding is they're spending so much time on support tickets of people that have just forgotten the password or, or they signed up with a temporary email address because they don't want to be flooded with spam. But the problem is that when they want to reset the password, they can't send it because it was a temporary email address and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. So there's all these problems that they have and they came to the conclusion that they're going to get rid of passwords altogether, which is interesting and, and they're... The the way they operate it, I think, well, I hope I don't get this wrong, but you can research it yourself. (laughs) But anyway, they uh, are saying that your email address is going to be your password. And basically, to activate your game, you sign in, you do your email address, and at a one-time only, like you're signing up to a newsletter, it's a two-factor authentication. They send you an email saying, is this you? You say, yep, and you're in. And you never have to enter your password again. You only have to know your, pass- your email address. And so their theory is that if you've got access to your email, you are able to log in because it kind of like makes that device a trusted, advi- a trusted device. Once you get your email, you can, you can log into that device. You never, never have to log in again. Because if, if someone knows the password to your email, they could circum- circumvent the system. But you're screwed anyway if someone knows the password to your email. Like if someone can log in, they can, they can reset any password, any yeah. password. Yeah. So I thought it was it was pretty interesting that they, they go on a no password approach. And I'll find the the episode. What right I'll write down here, but it's got shenanigans because uh, they explain yeah, it. Put that in the show notes. Yeah. Got a list going now. It's a I think a pretty interesting way to listen. They're quite progressive in the way they think in terms of thinking about the future and, and trends and thing. And I thought it was a pretty interesting conversation. So you anyway, know, sort of. Feel some time there, but so have you updated the uh, the the app now? Just installing now. What do you think of the Fosters, by the way? Oh man, I'm, I think it's fine. <laughs> like I know people talk. Because... <laughs> I know people talk shit. Oh yeah, I think it's fine. Yeah, it tastes like beer.
1: Does it? Because I don't think it tastes like beer. You don't like it? Why is Fosters like having sex in a canoe? Tell me. Because it's fucking close to water.
0: Fair enough, but let's just let's just say both are fun, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> like if i had the choice of
1: just say why are you can play. if i
0: had the choice if yeah of fosters or no fosters i'm gonna choose fosters just the same if someone says would you like sex in a canoe or no sex i'm gonna have sex in a canoe oh yeah i can see yeah i can see that argument yeah do you want
1: some well yes <laughs> are you there yet man my phone you, you don't even want to talk about my phone you do know you have to log in as well this segment might die a sudden death <laughs>
0: Well, if I had the system of British Scottish shenanigans, I just have to enter my password. It'd be fantastic.
1: Have you got Have you got an account with Forrest? Yeah,
0: I got the got the premium. Oh, because I cost the dollar. The Sleep Town. There's, there's a bit too much going on in Sleep Town for me at the moment. Uh, I kind of got. I have not been using it. Yeah, I kind of. You, do you still use it? No, I, I, my sleep schedule is
1: way off. Way off schedule. It's really bad. All right, I'm in. You're in now. You may notice that something. Oh, does it doesn't need to update? Yes, I, I better log in.
0: I'm logged in. You're logged in. Are you updated? Mhm. Oh, there's the single player and the double there's, player.
1: and there is a multiplayer. Forest is now multiplayer. Yeah. So go to the multiplayer and Plan then enter uh, the code. <laughs> well, now you can. You want to join a room, I'd, and I've just sent you the uh, code.
0: Now you can plant trees with your friends and family are you friends or family which one in order to make trees grow up no one's phone should be used <laughs> If somebody uses their phone everybody's tree will die is this like multiplayer like dinner party style
1: uh, i guess i don't know i was going to use it so that we can finish off the episode so oh, that's pretty uh, smart once you join in the room
0: okay. okay
1: i've sent you a code so you can join in on my okay. room
0: join room all right um 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 let me have a look at that can you tell me the code i've just i it to yeah, you on skype I'm one of those people that can't multitask, so like when you sing, like I confuse my letters. I'm actually doing it letter by letter at the moment.
1: Oh my God.
0: You've got a pen and paper, right? Oh yeah, I do. (laughs) No, but you know, like we haven't had a pen and paper. I've just recently bought a a book to write something. It's so good. But I'm so unused to it now. All right, waiting for the host to start. Are Because it doesn't say anything. Nothing's changed my mind. Right, I'm going to
1: plant. Oh, wait, there! I've got an extra one. Plants. There we go. We now are unable to use our phones until the tree is grown. Not bad luck. Can't say anymore. We are playing Forest together. <laughs> this is actually an interesting idea. I, I see it as like, yeah, there's there's multiple uses for it. But I, I'm just slightly curious as to like how useful really is it. But I guess it's as useful as, you know, like the Forest app itself is is useful, but only when you remember to use it. And I, I have used it a couple of times recently to kind of just like, Get myself off the phone. Mm-hmm. I'm just gonna put that down over there to charge.
0: I gotta say, like, I tell you the-
1: what, wireless charging, life-changing.
0: Oh shit, my phone's running flat. <laughs> so maybe a multiplayer room sharing batteries as well.
1: <laughs> I'll just send you some battery across the, across the UK. Well, it wouldn't be that far.
0: Yeah, like uh, I used Forest for quite a while there, and then because I'm yeah, like I said, I'm I'm quite quite geeky, and I've, I've I'm listening to some podcasts now, which are right up my alley. It's all about like. Uh, I guess like task management stuff and how they use their calendars, how they use their uh, their to-do lists and I'm right into it. Like it's it's partly because I'm trying to do so many things at once. I kind of just need to have a grip on things. But I used Forest for a good while and it really helped things like uh, drawing because then you know, I can just use my, I, I can't use my phone while I'm trying to draw. But it did come in a hassle like, do you ever find when you're working that... <laughs> Like this is the reason why I could never really work at a cafe. There are times when I'm legitimately using my laptop, an iPad, and a phone all at the same time, like doing different things. They're just like spread out across the table. And do you, do you work like that ever, or are you just a single device person?
1: No, I'm a multiple device person, but that's probably why it probably because I get distracted. So I'll be doing something with my computer mm-hmm. and then go set that right, set that running. I'm just going to check something on my phone, usually the score of some tennis match or something, and then. I'm doing that for a while and then I go back to my computer. So I go back between a couple of devices. Okay. But actually, I, you fill the space you have, comes to think of it. So if you've got multiple screens, you fill – I end up filling both screens. And if I had three, devi- three devices,
0: I'm sure I'd end up using all three devices for different things as mm-hmm, well. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm getting really – I thought I could just travel with just the iPad and, and wouldn't need to use Nat's laptop. But it does, like, it does get annoying changing windows. Like there's something – like my fantasy is having – A dedicated device like one day when devices are just like uh screens that don't have the computing power they're just like relays so it's just a screen for the processor that's in another room or another screen for your computer basically but it's the size of a phone or the size of an ipad like i'd love a screen that's just my calendar so it's it's like a a paper calendar but it's digital and it just updates when you update stuff like i'd love to have a calendar on they already exist. They're called calendars. No, but like I love, I love integrating. They feel like
1: real paper and everything. They even, they Cal Texas even makes them.
0: They do, don't they? They're, I guess I've got one on the wall you. somewhere. Yeah. Speaking of which, I've been drawing the images, and you want to come here? A cracker! I can't wait. <laughs> that's a, that's that's pretty good timing. Doing the images in July. Well, you kind of have to because because you want the calendar to be like. Uh, like the best dish images you can draw and if you draw them in january that's no good like i need them printed in in october so i got to kind of hit you have not got long left then now i've got half of them done so
1: do you need some suggestions because i can give you some meaty suggestions that you won't like to draw
0: <laughs> uh, in that case i think i'm fine i think i'm good <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh well, you mean my last suggestion wasn't good enough <laughs> what
0: was your last suggestion or was
1: it too specific? Which one was that? <laughs> i got it written down some. The one with me playing on, playing Ultimate on the moon. Oh, no, it was oh I did that one. Th- there were some bits that I said that you didn't put into that image. Really?
0: Which one? Which one?
1: Well, first of all, I wasn't winning anything. <laughs> uh, no, wait, I think I was being. I said I was winning the beach championships on the moon, and you just had me scoring. Oh, i settled
0: down. It's pretty hard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drawing in paint here.
1: Well, you see, what you did was you put it on Kickstarter as you get to choose what you that's have. It, so I was like, that's it. That's it. it. This is. And you were, you I'm going to be very specific. <laughs> and you
0: were the person that put an obnoxious name in your name for the credits. That's right. Yeah. So, well, you send it on <laughs> print whenever you want. So I, I said, okay. You are the person, like, when a programmer programs a, a program, he'd love to just do the features, but he has to do edge cases. And you are the reason there has to be yeah. edge cases.
1: <laughs> oh, great. Now I have to learn how to print this unprintable character. Okay. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Is that even an alphabet that we have?
1: At least I was nice and did put just conventional names in there. I mean, like, yeah. I did, I, it was long, but I didn't put any stupid characters in there. That's If you did it again, that is exactly what I would do. <laughs> okay, note to self.
0: And, oh, good goal in the World <laughs> Cup. <laughs> Not, just good. Oh, they scored. They score. Japan just scored. Oh, man, they 2-0. We missed the first goal. Wow, I anyway. <laughs> think that, that, that was my first <laughs> calendar, so I'm pretty sure I would have felt the pressure to just... Like once I've said something, I've got to follow through. So I probably would have written, uh, printed out whatever you said. So
1: Yeah, I, I, was, I was mean. I was definitely mean. And I would do
0: it again. <laughs> well, it won't happen again. I did have one last topic. And we, I don't think we've talked about this, but have you, you're, you're obviously about electric cars. Are you about automated cars? So much. I cannot okay, wait. So you're about automated cars. And I think that's definitely become, like, when they first said that, people like, ha-ha, very funny, that's never going to happen, it's in the movies. And then it very quickly became, oh, we're serious about this, are we? And then, you know, things are happening and and companies are using their own money, making it happen, blah, blah, blah. Would you get in a plane going to Australia that has no pilot? Yep. You would. How far into the, the technology process? Are you going to be, like, the first... First person, are you under the pressure? They're going to have done so much. God no! <laughs> <laughs> so you think there could be error at first?
1: I, am like look, these these things all have a birthing process. Oh. There's always issues. But
0: oh, they just scored another like one. Like a a plane. Oh, I don't even want to talk about this. But like, and a, a car having a crash is very different from a plane having a crash. Like a plane having a crash. I feel like the well, hurdle not... to get over that for public is is far greater. This is
1: genuinely a thought I have when I'm flying, which is that when it's taking off and landing, i go, low-speed crashes have a very high high percentage of survive uh, survival rate. Oh, in, oh, really?
0: In takeoff and landing? Yeah.
1: yeah. If you if there's a crash when you're taking off landing, which is when most crashes happen, you have a very good chance of survival. Well, that
0: is good then. Yeah, like you said, it is the highest probability, isn't it? The takeoff and landing.
1: Yeah. If it's a high-speed crash, you have a very low chance of survival, but that's there's not much you can do about that.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, that was an easy conversation. It's <laughs> done. Have you found?
1: I don't know if, how much you've been speaking to people or about autonomous cars. Mm-hmm. It's the kind of thing that once you get, I'm a, I'm a little bit invested mm-hmm. in that I really want autonomous cars to happen soon <laughs> because I hate people. Uh-huh. If you could, if there's anything you can improve about cars, it's take out the squidgy pink bit behind the wheel. <laughs> yeah, but there seems a lot of people. They go, oh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't trust an autonomous car. No, I wouldn't talk. go. Yeah, but you trust a
0: 17-year-old who's drunk off his face? Oh yeah, and I do find like I often think about this. Not anywhere planes. I kind of feel like they are flying themselves. But definitely in mm. buses, like not even necessarily like the public transport buses, but we've been catching a lot of buses with like, you know, eight hour journeys or something. And there's been a few times when the buses, like we've had them in the middle of the night, drift over lanes and cars... Uh, well, in, into oncoming yeah. traffic. <laughs> <laughs> but like everyone, everyone wakes awake. up. And well, there's times yeah. where they're like having a rage quit against like a driver. And you're like, man, there's, there's actually quite a few lives on this bus and we are going very fast. Yeah. <laughs> And do you know what? Machines don't fall asleep. No, they don't. So, I don't know. A bus. Uh, I, I I can imagine, like, I definitely see... Which one was it? Interstellar, when they had, like, automated farm machinery and, and buses and that kind of stuff. Yeah. I definitely see that's, like, a pretty sen- sensible that thing. That already
1: happens. Automated mining machinery is a real thing. Automated agricultural machinery is a real thing. I can see... Because it's not on the roads, so they don't need... They, don- they have less loopholes to go through. So it already happens where you... Load up your tractor and say, right, go off and uh, plant that field. And it just goes off and does it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's expensive. Okay. The hardware is expensive, but it already happens. And for mining, it happens because they, that way they can like have a third of the operators. Uh-huh. I def- so it saves huge
0: amount of money. I definitely know that like a, like from the mining, I think they have like driverless. So I think they have, from what I know, drivers in Perth in the offices, like doing through yeah. cameras and that kind of stuff.
1: One of my uh, someone I used to know in, in Perth told me about a time when the uh, the operator was just watching it, watching a, a truck reverse off a twenty four meter berm, and there was nothing they could do <laughs> about it because they, it managed to go over the overrides. So they're just watching it on the camera, going, "Well, this is going to be expensive. Well, that's,
0: yeah, that's, that's a lot of money <laughs> happening right then.
1: That's, that's 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 a couple of hundred thousand dollars. That's just reversing off a." Off a cliff. That's,
0: oh, there it that's goes. That's <laughs> private. So like they probably, because that never obviously made stories in the paper. So is that, that never happened. <laughs> that's what we're talking about. It didn't happen. Don't explain to shareholders. How did we lose this like $2 million deficit? Was that, was that purchase? Don't
1: know what you're talking about. <laughs> that, was, that was a machine. That was a, that was a mistake in the, in the Excel spreadsheet. We just didn't round off yeah. my problem. Someone used a H lookup instead of a V lookup. Well, I think we should wrap this up pretty hmm so what should uh, what should everyone do after listening to this episode, Coach? They
0: should head to the website, which is dot 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 com. And if this is their first time listening, there's a few instructions there to subscribe. If not, yeah head to the head to the Facebook page and and uh, leave a comment, blah blah blah. It says on Twitter. What what's your handle? Send us some love. My, my, you can follow me on Twitter at Tarquin Ultimate. Mine's uh, Cope Stylin, and you might notice that is now in the show notes. Pretty impressed about myself there. <laughs> it's the small bit I will catch. make a confession that I had. <laughs> there was that and then a hashtag that SoundCloud's wanted us to try and test out. And um, I just had a note to myself like, remember Twitter handles and remember hashtag. Remember Twitter handles, remember hashtag. And I was going through uploading posts. I was like, I forgot the Twitter handles and the hashtag. <laughs> So like, like, I could update it so like, as long as Baxter doesn't, isn't one of the first five people to download this, he'll never know. <laughs> it was good. So it worked. But yeah, do all that stuff.
1: After this episode, you should, uh, you should, you should go outside. It is, we have had some wonderful weather here in the UK. Yeah, we've been, just, just been outside.
0: Just, just be outside. The heat it. waves that England have, we've always taken the piss out of you guys, saying, like, oh, wow, well, 30 degrees must be really hot. But you actually like your heat waves from what we can see. Like, it's just a.
1: Well, how are you coping in this
0: 30 degree it's heat? It's fine.
1: Is it? Because I am suffering. Oh, okay.
0: Okay, we've got a very different perception there. <laughs> All right. I hate. I'm hating every moment of this. That's also because there's like zero aircon. You probably don't have aircon in your house. No aircon. No, yeah, not in the house. Not in the office. Yeah. That's it. That's a problem. Yeah. All right. It's <laughs> been yeah. We should do this again.
1: <laughs> we should definitely do this again. Catch you next time.